Explode your to-be-read pile with The New Release Index, your new best friend for finding the best new books. Curated by the book nerds here at Book Riot, it will help you keep track of the upcoming books we think should be on your radar. You can filter by genre, what's trending among other subscribers, and save books to your own watch list. And you can check out the demo at bookriot.com slash new releases. That's bookriot.com slash new releases. Happy browsing! You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and okay, ladies, now let's add to your backlist. This is episode number 261 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi, everyone. How's it going? I have been on a sugar high for about 48 hours now. We live near a lot of agricultural land where there are a ton of farms where you can go and pick your own cherries or strawberries or many other things. And many of the farms also have a stand up front where you can buy pre-picked stuff. So last weekend, my wife and I drove out there and bought an absurd amount of produce. So far in the past 48 hours, I've made chocolate-covered strawberries, lemon ricotta pancakes covered in strawberries, a quart and a half of strawberry gelato, and... And a boysenberry galette that's a little wonky, but it was my first galette, so I'll allow it. I also bought vegetables that I roasted last night and two pounds of blueberries and two pounds of cherries. Not to mention all the stone fruit I bought. And now that I'm saying this out loud, I may have bought too much fruit. Oh, well, I'll just be having a fruit bat diet for the next week or so. Of course, between all the baking, I've been reading. Before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from today's sponsor. Explode your to-be-read pile with The New Release Index, your new best friend for finding the best new books. Curated by the book nerds here at Book Riot, it will help you keep track of the upcoming books we think should be on your radar. You can filter by genre, what's trending among other subscribers, and save books to your own watch list. And you can check out the demo at bookriot.com slash new releases. That's bookriot.com slash new releases. Happy browsing! For my first pick, I have Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me by Mariko Tamaki and Rosemary Valero O'Connell. This is a graphic novel. I think it's categorized as young adult, but I, an adult, enjoy it very much, so your mileage may vary. Content warnings for talk about statutory rape and abortion. Our protagonist is Freddie, short for Frederica, a 16-year-old lesbian in Berkeley, California. Freddie is biracial Asian and white. The story begins at her high school's 80s-themed Valentine's Day dance, and some of the text overlay of this opening scene is a letter that Freddie is writing to an advice columnist asking for relationship advice. So the whole book, we get some real-time action and dialogue, as well as some peeks at the letters slash emails that Freddie is writing to the advice columnist. As the title suggests, Freddie is on and off dating a girl named Laura Dean. Laura Dean is super popular, and it's a very stark juxtaposition to Freddie's small, intimate friend circle. 
So Laura shows up to the 80s dance late and then hangs out with Freddy for a very short time before one of Laura's many friends shouts at her across the gym and Laura's like, be right back. And she just leaves Freddy just standing there. After a while, Freddy goes looking for her and spots Laura making out with some other girl in an empty classroom. Clearly, Freddy is distraught, and she is not a drinker, but somehow has some schnapps on her, and she definitely gets drunk on some schnapps on the high school steps. Her best friend, whose name is Doodle, brings her to a late-night donut shop, and Wasted Freddy totally pukes all over the counter. We learn, again, as the title suggests, that this is the third time that Laura Dean has broken up with Freddy. Laura is constantly gaslighting Freddy and being really manipulative and an overall crap person. And she keeps breaking up with Freddy just over weird reasons or cheating on her or it's just it's just a really crappy way to be. So for the most of the book, Freddy also exhibits some really unhealthy behavior, much of which seems to be connected to low self-esteem. Constantly waiting for Laura to text her, jumping at Laura's every beck and call, and Freddy's friends see all this really unhealthy behavior, but like, what can they really do about this? And Freddy's going to make all these bad decisions regardless of what her friends say. To top all of this off, because of Freddy's obsession with Laura, it's making her be a really awful friend, especially to her best friend, Doodle. This was a really good book. I actually read it multiple times. I think that the themes are ones that a lot of people can relate to, if not directly, then at least tangentially by maybe having a friend who got so consumed by a romantic relationship that they let their friendships weather. So this is, again, it's a romantic relationship book. It's a friendship book. It's really, really good. I really enjoyed it. This was Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me by Mariko Tamaki and Rosemary Valero O'Connell. For my second book, I chose The Secret Loves of Geek Girls, edited by Hope Nicholson with a foreword by Kelly Sue DeConnick. This anthology, some stories are prose, some stories are comics, is not what I expected it to be. And by reading the foreword, I learned that it is also not what Kelly Sue DeConnick expected it to be. Instead of a collection of stories about niche things that geek girls love, it's a collection of creative, generally nonfiction personal stories by geek girls about romance and relationships with other people. There is a wide range of stories in this anthology. There are some really lovely ones about figuring out what labels apply to the writer's sexualities and relationship styles, about learning words like demisexual and aromantic, about learning that they're not really interested in men at all, or about still figuring things out and changing and growing and evolving even as they write the stories that are in this book. One of the things I really appreciated was that more than a couple stories were about not having sex until the storytellers were well into their 20s, and I think this is a really good thing that should be normalized for people because for people who are in their 20s who haven't been intimate yet, they could feel really like out of place, like they're running behind or, you know, they're a late bloomer, like there's some kind of on time, time to bloom. I don't know. But I really like that these stories normalize that. 
And the thing about geek girls is that we know how to be super, incredibly, fantastically passionate about the fandoms we love. And there's more than one story about how this can translate to the ability to be deeply, intensely passionate about crushes and partners. There are also some stories about how common geeky interests can lead to lasting relationships, as well as stories on the other side about how common geeky interests aren't enough always to keep a relationship together. Many of these stories are from times before geek girls had as much visibility as we do now, when we were more like unicorns, but also sometimes seen as the weirdos. Because of both these kinds of views, many of the stories are also about how hard it can be to date as a geek girl. And some of the stories are also about the deliberate decision not to date or form romantic relationships. Not all of the stories are personal. There are a few that are more like essays on things like the draw of gothic romances or building a dating profile. There's also a wide range of queer and gender nonconforming representation, which I also appreciate. The contributor list includes Margaret Atwood, who draws a comic, uh, Mariko Tamaki, who wrote the book I just talked about, Marjorie Liu, Jen Bartell, Teenie Howard, Gita Jackson, Sam Maggs, and many more. There's absolutely a ton of contributors to this book. I really enjoyed this read. It's The Secret Loves of Geek Girls, edited by Hope Nicholson, with a foreword by Kelly Sue DeConnick. And that's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Infofile, as in the lover of information spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading! Happy reading!